Welcome to Recharge the Soul Show, a place where we aspire to take our tips and tools we teach in our mind, body, and soul recharging women's retreats and put them in this here podcast. You're wanting to up-level, uplift, and shift into a constant flow state of joy, then you came to the right space. And we are your hosts. She's my daughter, Bailey. And she's my mom, Ann, aka the Shaman Mom. We could not be more grateful to have you here with us. And we hope you enjoy. Hello, everybody. We are ready and excited to share another podcast with you on Recharge the Soul. And this is Ann, And I'm here with my partner in Recharge and Uplifting the World, my daughter. Hello, this is Bailey. And we're both um, just getting, we're both in between retreats. We just had a huge retreat on Sunday that turned out, as everything always does, everything always works out. It's one of my favorite mantras is everything always works out. And we had, were a little hesitant for whatever reason about where we were going to have the one day retreat. And so some things happened to kind of make us question where we were going to be having it and we have a very dear friend who I've been friends with for years and Bailey's grown up with her. Now she's also a good friend of Bailey's and she opened up her beautiful Olympic barn to us, which has hosted some of uh, the most incredible athletes, including her daughter and their horse Duble. And they went to the Olympics in Brazil and now they're planning on going to uh, Paris. They're training to go to Paris. And so The really cool thing about this barn and this property is that it really, I feel it holds magic in it. Yeah, for sure. When we were, I actually had a moment when we were in the middle of the day retreat where I was standing in the back and I was just kind of like, it it does hold really just sacred, magical, awe-like energy. So it was really special to have it there. It was so special. And so we asked Diane because it was supposed to rain and so... Um, there was thunderstorms a couple of days ahead of time, uh, before that in Sacramento area, we were looking at the forecast and where we were going to be having it up in the foothills. It looked like it was going to be raining in the afternoon, just when we were doing our workshops and there wasn't a lot of cover up there. So we were, we were, and we were already hesitant about it. And so Diane was gracious enough to allow us to be in her space. And I'm telling you that space held such magic for the ladies and one of the cool things is that was would I feel the foundation of the barn and of the arena of where all of these beautiful athletes trained was that they had to have faith and they had to believe in themselves and they had to push through obstacles limiting beliefs all of those things and and then they overcame and it's and the energy of a place once it holds all of that emotion doesn't just wash away. It's like when you walk into a house and maybe it's the opposite and there's been a lot of anger or a lot of fighting or resentment or unspoken feelings running through the house. You feel it when you walk in the house. And I know all of you out there listening know exactly what I'm talking about. You walk in and go, whoo, what's going on here? Should I just slowly back out of the room or or the energy of the group or whatever it is? And it's really amazing 
to see the opposite in action where you can feel the just the amazing things that had to come together to make something really special happen, which is what happened with Diane and her family going to the Olympics. So for us to be able to have the retreat there was incredible. And we didn't do a lot of advertising around it. And we had a a fairly large group of, of women there. And it was really a lot of word of mouth. And so we did want to share with you a couple of upcoming retreats that we're going to be having October 15th, we are going to be having a one-day retreat for the fall, um, for the shifting into fall, the fall equinox, we'll be having uh, a one-day retreat in the Sacramento area, and we want, because people are already asking when our next one is, and then we'll be having a a larger one-day retreat January 7th, because it's really important, a lot of you say, oh, I don't believe in new year's resolutions or i don't believe in setting uh, my my goals down and you know what if you don't aim it at anything that's what you're going to get you're going to get nothing and it's really we bailey and i really believe in intentional living we were out on the the the, um out at the lake last night walking and we were talking about how we set our intentions a year ago we were just thinking about where we were a year ago and it's wild, completely mind-blowing to think about what can happen in a year if you just have a few intentions on how you want to move forward. And the things that have happened, we've set some goals on how we wanted to be reaching out, what we wanted our team to look like, how we wanted the retreats to be rolling out. And I think we far surpassed it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it was really interesting, too, because while we were walking out at, we went on like a two hour walk, which was <laughs> two not, hours, which was not the intention at first. But, you know, that's the thing with intentions is you just set out and you're like, I'm just going to go for a couple miles. And then you're out there on like a whole adventure. And so uh, seven miles later. <laughs> yeah. So we were walking and I just had this moment like this flashback of. And I, I would like kind of it kind of started choking me up when we were out there because I think like it was three years ago when we really just started diving fully into recharge. And at that time, our our retreats were really being filled by word of mouth um, and and social media as well, but mainly word of mouth. And so it was when the lake was completely empty and my mom and I were walking at the bottom of the lake now, like now it's mm-hmm. filled up with water. And I remember when, and I had that flashback to how I was feeling during that time when I was kind of taking all of that in. And um, I remember we were walking down there and it was, we were just kind of dreaming. Like we were dreaming of and fantasizing and talking about all the different ways that we wanted recharge to go and, and how we wanted to feel like people were finding us the people that really needed us having aligned clients you know having people that showed up that were open and willing and and to be global we wanted we really were wanting to be global and at that time we were just like really being we had a lot of all of our clients really were from the Sacramento area which was great but you know you you want to be able to reach others and so it was just this moment of of looking down there and being like, wow, like 
you know, our, where we're, what has transpired is beyond what we've even could imagine, you know? And, and it was just this moment of being like, where we're, I could see us walking down there, just like talking to each other and, and being like, do you think like, do, do you think that this could happen? Do you think, uh, so it was kind of like, it was really beautiful mm-hmm. to be like able full to circle, see, full yeah. circle because, and, and it's wild that the analogy is when we were walking down there, it was super barren. People were worried about water. Yes. Um, people were in the, the pandemic. Pan- people, the world was shut down and we're like, how is this going to happen? But if you were, if wow, you, if the you, analogy, the, and then we walk back out there and the lake is completely full. I mean, it's so full that they need to release water because it's just so overflowing with abundance. <laughs> you know, and when we were, and in another analogy, it's like we were down there and we planted beautiful seeds of those those dreams and those hopes and those uh, intentions, visions mm-hmm. and intentions. Mm-hmm. And then to come back three years later and now we're really, you know, we're pretty much on the road with our work, but we're also have our own um, doing work in between with clients and, um, and have an amazing team. And it's like all yeah, that we have an amazing team. Yeah. Such an amazing team, which we're so grateful for, you know, and, and to think that, We've been back in Bali, which I remember I was really struggling with at that time. I was really heartbroken over leaving Bali and not really knowing if I would ever go back. So it was just this moment of being like, wow, like, you know, even in times when it felt really um, desolate, right? Yeah, desolate and hard and barren. And barren. We still, we just planted those little intentions and then to see it be so abundant and fulfilled now is just you know it it goes to show that what we are so passionate about and what we're constantly preaching to you guys about to anybody that will listen is is not it's not by luck there's alignment it's alignment and then you have and then you use the support of the universe to kind of but they the universe is only going to meet you where you want to go you know so dive all in, take the scary steps, post the post, talk about what you're wanting to bring out into the world to everybody and anybody. Um, so people can find you. Yeah. Spend your time, your off time diving into it. Like, uh, you know, there's so many different ways, every, like taking it day by day, moment by moment. How can I breathe more energy into this, this, direction I want to go this dream I want to create the people I want to attract in the way I want to feel it's a full moment like full embodiment every day a moving prayer of where it is you want to go right and that's going to probably be the process of our whole entire life Mm -hmm. and that direction may switch at certain points but at that time then we'll we'll start breathing direction into a new area you know Mm -hmm. so so you don't need to know all the steps in between you we would be overwhelming if if god or the universe or whatever angels whoever you call your spirit team laid it all out for you would go how is that gonna happen like you'd look at it and go oh my gosh there's no way like like my friend diane when she started looking at going to the olympics it was you know people would say things like how how are you gonna do that i mean you that's like you have never done that before 
and but she just figured it out one step at a time and that and you can too and I mean when I was back on welfare and now here we are in this global business changing lives I mean it's it's awe-inspiring it's humbling it's um we're so grateful for support because we certainly cannot do this um with ourselves with just us we need we need all the support, the support of God, the support of the angels, the support of the team, the support of people like Diane, the support of of my of me and Bailey working together and us having a really great relationship and being able to talk through when things get sticky or tight. It's really an incredible journey. So back to when you say resolutions don't work, it's you that you that are not having faith. You're going, oh, I make these resolutions and every single time. I let myself down. It's not that you don't let yourself down. I really feel that you don't have the support or the new mindset shift or the um, somebody, a mentor, a coach, a buddy, somebody there to support you. You're not praying and asking for your angels to help you. It's it's a what what we taught this past uh, weekend at the one day retreat was all about planting seeds, just like Bailey and I were talking about yesterday at the lake, and then taking one baby step at a time. One baby step at a time can change your life. Just think 365 days out of the year, each day you take a baby step towards what you want. And then at the end of it, you're going, oh my gosh, look at what I created. And to layer that with one more thing, if you ask for help, from God and your angels, who is, they're unlimited. They're, we, like we talk about, we have this little tiny pea brain. We talk about that all the time, but we do. When you ask for the help of the amazing power of the universe, it's incredible what can happen. So with um, with that being said, we were just so grateful for all all of you that are listening to this that showed up on Sunday and really, really showed what women supporting women looks like like holding space without judgment for all of the different beliefs and different women there. And it, it really is inspiring. It's just, it's why we do what we do is just to see that happen. And I want to add on is that with the intention setting and with the creating goals and following through or shifting your mindset, sometimes this is the beautiful thing with new year's resolution is it's a global marker for people to revisit where Mm -hmm. their intentions were Mm -hmm. and where they had once maybe dreamed about or tapped back into that dream. And sometimes what happens, and I know with my journey, it's been like this, it's been like an up and down process is where life happens or maybe something comes into frame and you lose your focus for a second or you you lose your um, intention and and that's okay, but it's the process of re-meeting yourself mm-hmm. when you stray off path. Uh, your brother made yeah. such a good analogy, <laughs> and I said this to a client yesterday. It's like this resolutions. I, I believe that people should make resolutions at the beginning of the year. When I work with people, I like to just focus on the next six months mm-hmm. um, rather than maybe a year out, five-year plan, two-year plan, because so much changes. So it's just like creating those Little markers. Resolutions are a beautiful time just to create another marker. Create another marker when summer comes around, like we did at the retreat. Mm-hmm. Create another marker when fall comes around, like we're going to do at this retreat. So it's like mm-hmm. this quarterly process 
of re-meeting yourself and mm-hmm. not beating yourself off when beating yourself up when you fall off path or fall mm-hmm. off the horse, but just dusting yourself off and being like, okay, I got a little bit sidetracked or maybe I went into old patterns and that's okay. I'm learning. I'm recreating a new way of being, which takes time. Um, creating new pathways in our brain is like, you know, you have to go over the pathway over and over and over and over again until, mm-hmm. uh, until it's fully a highway. And then her brother, I kind of straight off path like I did, but I come back to path. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so her brother said that whenever God, whenever he strayed from the path, it was like he was a toddler and God would just pick him up and put him back on path, <laughs> you know? And so you could think of resolutions <laughs> like that too. It's just yeah. the universe picking you back up gently and just saying no, no, no. And just putting you back on path. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's that gent being gentle with yourself and like you, if you was your best friend, you'd be so compassionate with her. But sometimes we have a hard time giving that same grace back to ourselves. So just remembering that you are at your, a spiritual being having a human experience. So be kind to yourself. You came here to learn. So allow yourself to learn without whipping yourself in the process. So we just want to remind you of that. Um, Another tool, which is the main subject, you know, of this podcast is how are you looking at the world? Because what lens are you looking at your experience through? So if you're, if you're looking at a lens of old patterns, or let's say that your, your pattern or belief that you say to yourself is, I always get hurt. Every time that I start to date somebody new, I just get hurt. My picker is broken. I, I'll never find a good guy. It will, it's going to be very challenging to find anybody because of my age, because of where I live, because of my job, because all these excuses and really it's like I met my husband at a complete dive bar in Sacramento, this little pool hall, beer drinking, community bar, uh, dart throwing um, kind of place. And who would have thought, but I always believed that if I'm a good person and I'm there at this little sleazy bar, <laughs> and I'm a good person, there's got to be one other good person who is also going to show up in that in that environment. It's, so it's a belief system, but if I would have had the belief system that nobody is going to ever show up and I wasn't even looking to tell you quite honestly, I kind of got coerced into going to this, um, to this bar because my friend said she didn't have any support there for her pool tournament that she was going to be playing. in. so I went to support her and lo and behold, she had a whole table of women supporting her, but that was spirit nudging her to nudge me and grab my hand. She had literally showed up my house and, and brought me to this pool hall where I met my future husband, which has changed the complete direction of my life. So look at your lens and, and is it in alignment with what you want for your life? So if you think I'm not good enough, I'm not worthy, like working on those core beliefs, changing your lens will change your experience in the world. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I talked about it in a recent podcast, the one where we, I believe we, I named it the re- Healing Return to Bali. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and we, I was explaining in that because the lens, see, it's so funny because my mom is very mindset oriented and I love 
that, you know, mindset is, uh, I'm also think mindset is completely important, but I changed my lens on a, uh, energetic, like I had to work and change my lens on a physical level. So, because my nervous system was so out of whack, I could not, my lens was full of being in survival mode. And so I couldn't mm. see the possibilities because I was always in f- in fear or limiting myself. This was probably like five years ago. And I, I, on a conscious level, I had no idea I was doing that. But my I was just worried all the time. I was in anxiety. So my lens was very foggy. Mm. And it was interesting because this really came into perspective for me when we went back to Bali because when I first had moved there and I was in that relationship and everything and and it was kind of towards the end and I wasn't taking very good care of myself because I was in the state of survival. And so I hadn't realized it until I went back and I walked on that same beach that I used to walk all that time ago. And it was like my body and my memory system um, went into all of those memories tapped in once I had like the sense triggered it the the way the smell the smell triggered mm-hmm. it the way that um because it's bali has a very particular smell we've talked about this a couple of times they light incense everywhere and so when i smelt the incense and when i walked on the beach and i remembered how like the sand feels very particular and the air and the noise and it was it was so weird like it was a flashback moment. It was such a flashback moment, like surreal almost. Mm-hmm. And that my bot, I have spent the past since I've left Bali. When I left, I was so broken. And then when we broke up, it was like I was even more feel just in pain. And so I started really working to, to dive inward because I knew that that's where I needed to start and reprogramming and resetting my inner world and unwinding some things that maybe I had put there and through breath work through um, diving into astrology of course through my yoga practice through running all these different ways because when I run now I've been running since I was 12 because I've always ran with my mom so for me running is it feels so I don't want to say easy, but it, it can feel effortless once I get into a certain groove. So a lot of the times I'm I'm in meditation while I'm running. So I'm kind of diving more into the, that subconscious layer. But I spent all these years since I had been away from Bali reworking and rewiring my inner world. So when I had stepped back into that beach, I had realized how different my lens was and how much... I was living with full anxiety. I remember, and I didn't really realize it until I had come back and had that moment. But when I was walking on the beach, I was having a hard time years ago, really enjoying the beauty and the just the fascination of everything that was around me because I was so stuck in my head. I was so stuck in my thoughts and in my anxiety and in future thinking and past thinking and so coming back and really being almost a not a different person but just 
again, yeah, viewing life through an like, evolved person. Yeah, you know, evolved from that a period clear, of time, a clearer channel, a clearer mm-hmm. channel. I could the it was literally like I had taken off a pair of <laughs> dark sunglasses where I could barely see through them and I had worked to create these beautiful clear um, like you could say I I like to think of rose colored glasses mm-hmm. not in a way where it's Pollyanna but in a way where But it is the lens you look through the light I through. Do, yeah, mm-hmm. and so it was just a more confirmation on how important this work is and how it is a yeah I didn't know that that was my goal in the end or that that was where it was leading me but it was this constant re-meeting myself over those years and allowing old self like going through grieving processes when I needed old parts of me to die and be left behind and then coming into a renewal process and then re-meeting that newer self of myself and then working with that and creating that lens and so it's this constant ebb and flow of not knowing where it's going to go, but just taking it day by day. Mm-hmm. And it's it's incredible because when you were there and I was with you and you're, you said that to me, I was, I, I, I caught me off guard too because I didn't know, cause, and some of you might not really realize it, how you're, how you're looking at the world and what you're processing through and what you're holding on to. Um, because in my mind, I did not know you were going through all that, living with all of that worry and anxiety and I think it got exacerbated when you went to Bali because things were so out of control for you. Like you didn't really mm-hmm. control a lot around you. Is that correct? Yeah. And yeah. in the thick of it, I had no idea that that was going on with myself. Mm-hmm. You know, if I were to go back there now and that would happen, um, I would handle it completely different. Mm-hmm. That's just the point blank. I would, you know, really dive into a lot of different practices with myself and and spend time in certain places that I didn't have those that tool set when I went there and I wasn't because I wasn't expecting what happened to happen in mm-hmm. a way but it was such a divine divine uh, occurrence that, because it put me on my path it, totally just like the toddler like just like the toddler yeah. with picking you up and going no 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 we need you over here because what you're walking through, the pain that you're walking through is actually going to be part of your teachings. But I had to find myself, mm-hmm. my way out first, mm-hmm. you know. And so I just mm-hmm. started looking into directions that, like, I need to be in healing spaces. So when Costa Rica, that immersion with yoga teaching popped up, and I, I didn't want to still bartend. I came back and started bartending. We were just starting the retreats. Mm-hmm. But I didn't feel worthy of any, you know, I didn't feel like I'd done the the work yet to be in a space where I can give input in a way. Like I felt like I still had to do my own work and then mm-hmm. see where I was at in mm-hmm. a way. So went to yoga or to Costa Rica and that's really when all of it started. Mm-hmm. I just took it step by step. And then I feel like that fast forward it, like I time line hopped. Yeah, you did a big, huge timeline hop. It's it's crazy and it's it's um, beautiful all at the same time because I I was just having a visual while you were talking of your angels were handing you tools like you had this tool belt on and they go here's a hammer here's maybe that's your breath work here's here's um here's a saw and that's your astrology because I love how you talk about astrology and you say it's your soul's DNA and it really is um, liberating to look at wow at some level. 
my soul chose this path so that I could learn these things and walk through these things. So it's, it's empowering at the same time. Yeah, it is. It's reassuring. And then it takes the pressure off of the trying to figure it out. And it just makes things a lot more clearer, which that's why I love it because Mm -hmm. it's not somebody telling you what they think is necessarily going on it's like physically looking at what you came here to what you signed up for Mm -hmm. I I love the idea too because um, Bailey said it earlier about mindset and I really believe that we're it's all connected soul work mindset physical body work um all of it is it you know the body um, keeps the score all of that it's all connected it it totally is all connected and we forget that like if you eat something you might have an emotional response so let's say you eat too much sugar and it makes you crash and you get depressed and you get irritable that would be an example of how the body would you know walk through um walk through how food affects your mood and then it affects your be ability to be able to be intentional every day. It's just simple things like that. But I did want to focus on because we do want to, like that's one way to look at the lens and how you look at the world. But when you literally change, so this is the mindset piece, when you literally change how you look at something, what you're looking at changes. So what I mean by that is that we do a practice at the retreats. We don't do it at every retreat. Maybe we should because it's very empowering is the love tunnel when you, because it's the same thing that we were talking about Sunday at the one day retreat is that when you think of somebody, all of a sudden you're going, wow, I've just started randomly thinking about my high school friend. And then she calls you the next day and you haven't heard for, for 20 something years. It's like that because everything is energy. So it truly, truly is energy. That's why you, when you walk in a room, you can feel the energy in the room. That's how you can go, was, you know, was something wrong going on between us and you can sense it, that's energy. So anyhow, the, and the energy of the barn, like we're talking about the magic of the arena. So if you, there's something that we do called the love tunnel. So let's say you're having a challenging time in a relationship and you're, this person is in New York city and you're in California. You're going, I'm having a really hard time with my brother in, in the new, in New York city. And I would really like to reconnect with him. We had the last time we talked, we had words. It was really uncomfortable. We've always been close and I'm, I'm upset about that. Or you could do this with your husband. Let's say your husband went to work today and you had a, had a, a spat with your husband about something. And so what you can do if you're really having a challenging time with your relationship, which we work with a lot of women and a lot of women are having challenging relationships with, with a lot of friendships, mother, daughter, sisters, uh, husbands, etc. So it's really cool to just be able to sit and do something called the love tunnel where you just sit and pretend that they're sitting across from you. This is changing your lens sitting across from you. And remember all the things we'll start with your, with your husband all the reasons why you fell in love with him. What are some things that you love about him? And you go, well, I've always loved his laugh. And you just picture his face sitting across from you and you picture him laughing. And you go, and I just always really love how he brings me coffee in the morning. That's just so sweet. And I 
really don't thank him enough that you just go in gratitude about how much easier that makes your day and you send him gratitude about that and then you remember how he was with your mom he's so sweet to your mom so you start sending him love about that and just and how attracted you were to him and he'll pull up that and then get into the emotions of feeling that and then you're just picturing that coming from your heart space from your heart chakra from that area of your body and just see it see your heart opening up and sending it to him sending him the love sending him the compliments sending him how grateful you are for him wrapping him up in it just like a big blanket and well, I bet you if you try this and you do it for a short period of time I'll bet you anything that he calls you that day and says, hey, I was just thinking about you. I'm sorry about this morning. And if it was a really bad argument, it might take a few times of doing this, but I've seen it work, gosh, 99.9% .9 of the time if you are consistent with doing that daily. And that's changing how you feel. Because if you're rocking around going like this, oh my gosh, I'm so mad at him. I'm so irritated with him. He feels that energy. He's like thinking, whoa, you know, and then he starts going, well, I'm mad at her. And then it, it creates this big chasm between you and your partner. Who wants that? That just makes life harder. So it's really nice to just change how you look at things so that what you're looking at changes. It's just a super simple concept that we don't use enough. I think a lot of things like within manifestation it's this huge pressure to change your situation around you in order to feel better or to feel more excited about life but sometimes that's not always an option sometimes maybe for example when we were down in in the barren oh <laughs> bottomless pit of Folsom Lake worried about water worried about water I really was wanting to not be in Sacramento and I say this about Sacramento all the time. And I now being away from Sacramento, <laughs> whenever we come back, I have so much appreciation for it. But there, I think there's just something in my headspace where I'm always kind of wanting to get explore outside of my hometown. So but at that time, I couldn't leave Sacramento. I just it what financially it would not have been smart uh, as far as my commitment towards recharge. I it would have taken me out of a lot of the loops here with it where I couldn't be as involved. And so that just wasn't the option. So the next option was to change my inner world. And that's why learning how to really focus on the lens that you are viewing your situation through is so powerful because it gives you back your power and your ability to really choose different and to focus on there's beauty everywhere we were walking yesterday and my mom was on her phone so I just took a minute and I just looked up at the clouds and I was just in complete fascination with how big they are and like how high up they are all that does like how small we are compared to the sky all the different shapes how expansive they felt. We look, I looked over to the right. The sun was going down. All the different colors. Like there's so many different points of focus all around us. So if you're having a hard time, like you're really wanting something 
new and you can't change what's around you, then this is the beautiful practice of changing what's going on internally. And then from there, naturally, your outside world will start to change. Yeah, I love that. So, so true. It's like even just starting your day and instead of going, oh my gosh, it's Monday or it's Tuesday or the weekend's so far away, just say, I'm so grateful. And just really try to get into your heart space about what you're grateful about. And it, it shifts, it'll shift your morning. You'll be happier. I remember when I was during that same time frame that I keep referring back to with the lake, I was bartending at that time and I was just so uninspired by bartending. I just was like, <laughs> I remember I would go in and I'm like, well, I know it's going to be slow for like the first four hours and I'm just going to be with myself. So instead of just scrolling on my phone, because I realized that that was feeding into my anxiety and and disconnection, I started using my four hours there and I would, I remember I would write on post, I would have a little post-it note and I would write all of my dreams on there. I would. I didn't know that. Yeah. I would say where I wanted to be in a year and I would start fantasizing and putting my imagination into the places that I can take myself if I just stay focused, like all the possibilities, like working with what I had and looking at where that could lead me. And then I would go into gratitude. So I'd start writing on the post-its like things that I was grateful for. And I would spend my hours doing that. I'd bring a book. I would I would color like I because I know I, I have a lot of people that I've met that are in maybe jobs that they're just uninspired and it's like use that time within the space to to start switching your mindset to start focusing on certain things and I swear that bring you inspiration that bring you inspiration Mm -hmm. that puts so much energy and momentum behind I could have just spent that time like wasting it into certain areas and so just that was mm-hmm. a, a part of that time that I've, yeah, I don't think I've ever shared that with anybody. That's amazing. That That's an incredible tool to actually put changing your lens and having an action step behind it. Because I, rem- yeah, yeah, I remember why it was so, because I had just come back from Bali and experienced all the possibilities over there. And I felt like I was starting back at point A where I was back bartending. And so I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to know that this is not this is only temporary and this is a starting place for me to reground and heal but I'm going to use this time to create what I'm going to move into once I'm through this wow that's beautiful well on on that note we just wanted to share with you that we're still here with once a week sharing all of our beautiful podcasts with you so that we can stay on track and and share inspiration with you on different tools that we use and so uh, this was all about just changing the lens so you can change the world around you Mm -hmm. yeah so we hope you enjoyed this listen we do love you guys and appreciate you guys for supporting us if you like the podcast then it makes such a difference on getting it out there by just leaving a little five-star review below or if you have the time just typing in a little comment because we read every single one every single one yeah so again thank you and we love you we'll we will talk to you next week we'll talk to you next week bye bye